This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi, this is Bennett Kelly. Thanks for listening to Cyber Law and Business Report. Before you take a recess to hear the latest internet law news and commentary, you are hereby ordered to download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app for iPhone and Android. Okay, maybe not ordered, but why not? You can listen live to my show and all our show hosts every day on our live stream or download past episodes with ease. So download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes store or in the Google Play store. It's an open and shut case. All rise. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Get the top story on the hot button internet legal topics of the day. This is your home for the latest on internet law and policy. Hear the latest net trends impacting business and have your questions answered right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report. Now, please welcome your host, the founder of the Internet Law Center, Bennett Kelly. Good morning. This is Bennett Kelly broadcasting live from the Internet Law Center here in um, sunny Santa Monica, the heart of Silicon Beach. And um, please be seated. We get quarters in session, and uh, we got a great show for you today. Um, we're going to be talking first. We're going to be talking to a ad tech startup spotlight winner. Um, we have a, a company that just came back from ad tech San Francisco. Um, on route digital media, and we have um, Shane, um, their um, president and um, CEO, with us to talk about the the win and uh, what they're doing. It's an interesting startup based in Syracuse, and um, in addition, um, Shane Bogart is the president and co-founder of the company. In addition, um, today is a, a notable day um, for a number of reasons. It's the the day President Lincoln died, the day of the Titanic. It's also the first anniversary of the Boston Marathon bombing. And um, the event um, brought about quite an outpouring um, from the country and in terms of the reaction to the events. And, um, you know, I think um, people were, were quite impressed with the way the city responded immediately and took care of the those who were injured. And um, it impressed uh, our, our guest in our second segment, who actually wrote a song that um, was able to raise money 
for the victims of the bombing. And um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the, the bombing and the response and um, how he, he used uh, social media to um, to generate uh, a positive response and try to help people um, who were victims of this tragic event. So I hope you'll stay with us. We have a fun show for you. Um, but first, um, from... Sunny, Syracuse, New York, I hope, um, <laughs> is Shane Bogartis. I saw some uh, messages on Facebook that there's snow in D.C. Are you guys, um, are you guys getting peppered as well? Oh, absolutely. Uh, thanks. By the way, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think our winters expand uh, are expanding now to about nine months a year. I woke up with about an inch, uh, you know, the day after tax day. It's uh, fantastic. You know, it's funny. There's, uh, there's an old joke I've heard about the city of Portland, and it's some tourists are there, and it's you know the usual drizzling rain, and they go up to this little girl and they say, you know, excuse me, young lady, does it always rain here in Portland? And she goes, How would I know? I'm only six. And um, and I guess you know, you know, meaning that eventually, I guess there might be a day when it doesn't it doesn't rain. And you guys have had such a horrible winter. I just my heart goes out to you. I have family up in. Rochester, so I know what you're going through. Oh my gosh, yeah. My line is that I put more miles on my snowblower than I did my car this winter, so it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty true, for sure. So I actually love it here. Now you guys have, a, you know, definitely congratulations. You just come yeah, back from the um, Ad Tech San Francisco, and you were the winners of the um, Startup Spotlight um, Award. And um, so tell me about that. What was that like? Um, how, how were you selected and, and how to, to participate to begin with? And, and what, yeah. why is it that you guys think you won? Yeah, well, it was fantastic. Uh, and we really appreciate the, uh, the big heart brand folks, pet brand folks out there that uh, with Meow Mix and the team and so forth because they actually uh, uh, selected us to go out and present to them. And I know there was a lot of uh, – very qualified candidates out there, and, and for a young uh, startup like ourselves, really focused on brands now and delivering, you know, a, a solution to them through the mobile, uh, the mobile vertical. We said, okay, what is the you know the best thing to do? So we looked at ad tech. We knew about ad tech, and we said, let's uh, get involved. So when we sent our application in, again, uh, those folks picked us to come out and present, and uh, so we were really you know geared up and psyched to do so. We went out and uh, presented what we felt is really our strong value proposition. And uh, they they believed in us and really sparked the uh, you know ever since the the win we've had a lot of traction a lot of discussions uh, with folks so it's been it's been really fun fun ride. Now um, your product is you refer to it as the breadcrumb trail. That's correct. That's correct. It, it was uh, designed um, originally the the company when we launched we um, the team uh, my co-founder Noel Bonk and a partner uh, Steve Kamani as well we're all from the broadcasting world and I'm a marketer at heart and we uh, had saw uh, as we said before we started the, the conversation I'm a little uh, older not. Uh, quite in the 20s, and uh, we've seen some of the realities of the Internet coming into the world in the broadcast world, and we we're able to look at it and say, we know mobile is going to be that next piece, and not just that, but the really one-to-one interaction that mobile brings. So we said we need to find that platform, that solution to help broadcasters to do that. So we started in that ro- uh, down that road and really found the traction from the brand saying, look, we're the ones that you know have the control of the dollars, the ad dollars. We need this help directly. You know, come uh, come talk to us about how to how to create that path. So uh, at that purchase. point in time, were were the two of you 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 were in broadcast media at the time, or correct? Were, were, correct. So that's interesting. So you actually, I mean, everyone talks about the disruptive effect of internet and mobile commerce, but you actually um, 
were able to see it coming and adapt it for your own gain. Exactly. I mean, that built it for me is what I tell people. And that's always the case, I guess, in entrepreneurship. Unlike, you know, I, I, you know, we talk about le- lessons learned about going out and built and, you know, testing to make sure there's a market for it. You know, yeah. I mean, I uh, we knew there was a market for it, it's just whether or not the others had saw that, too. Um, and a few individuals and, and groups that we're working with have. But, you know, overall, it hadn't been it'd been a slow movement because the industry was pretty strong still today. You know what I mean? So we had to look at other areas and specifically the pain points of brands out there that are dealing with uh, 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 mitigation, dealing with uh, the erosion of you know brand loyalty and so forth, and really needed to find a, a way to better connect with the consumer. So we were able to work with them on that. And that, again, that's what the, the folks at Mialmix saw. Uh, going back to your question and your comment on the, the award that we're real excited to have received. So your, fo- your focus wasn't on platform. Your focus was on brand and how to deliver for the brand, but you just saw the potential of the mobile platform. Well, yeah, like anything as a marketer, you know, there's a lot of channels out there, whether it be your traditional media or, mm-hmm. you know, the, many of the internet options that are out there, uh, billboards, even sandwich boards still work, you know what I mean, at the right time and place. But it, it <laughs> hey, Brad out, Pitt did it once. You know, yeah, exactly. It, it's, you know, it really, it's about uh, delivering that message. But we found, again, the mobile being that such that personal one-on-one and uh, uh, bi-directional opportunity, that that's something that was uh, certainly lacked in some of the traditional world and uh, uh, media world, that is, and really be able to integrate both of those together and uh, be able to do that now for the brands to be able to do, deliver that now with the new iBeacon technology and stuff that's out. We really are saying we can go from, you know, street to shelf uh, with, so a, with an offer. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. Let's talk about that. How, how does the Breadcrumb Trail work? Um, what we do is we actually take uh, the scenario where we know that there's been you know thousands or you know hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars spent on digital platforms by brands specifically, and the reality is is there was a gaping hole that happened once they leave those. Uh, platforms, you know, your social platforms, your video creation, and went to the real world, you know, out in the real world and everyday activity, there was that hole where there was no connectivity to them unless you had something uh, that was, uh, you know, on paper like a coupon or something like that that was out there. But mobile really allowed you to stay connected in the the push notification opportunities when we saw ahead of time when done right, and that's that's another conversation we can look at, especially when you talk about you know, cyber law and so forth on privacy, um, that we saw that that's the connection. That's going to maintain that um, affinity, if you will, you know, for the brands uh, to keep moving forward and to get people engaged in purchasing their products or whatever the message is. Well, it's interesting. You, you did say the magic word, um, privacy. Yep. And that's been a big issue in mobile apps. And 
um, as well as the FTC has this mantra about privacy by design, and that yep. too often um, pe- companies have brought to the market products that um, had a glitch that somehow um, didn't take into account of privacy, and then they had to somehow um, figure out a patch to address it rather than you know, making that part of the initial design. So right. you, how, what was your approach to privacy and, and, and how this <clears throat> mobile app works? Yeah, well, all along platform, we don't- I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine because there's a white uh, label app that you can utilize as well with our system. But what we looked at is we brought it from the point of the end user. And whenever you look at it from that point, it's me, you know, sitting at a table or being somewhere. And if I'm receiving information, if it's an SMS text, it's from a buddy, well, I have value of that. Well, what separates that from an ad? Like, why are you bringing this to me? And we wanted to look at making sure as we start building on, you know, uh, filtering and delivering the right message that it's done from their point of view. And, and understand that you have, you have a responsibility to this because if not, A, it's going to go away quickly. They're not going to keep it on there. It's not going to be sticky. But also to really help the experience because if you, build, you create an experience that people want – they're not going to go away. You know what I mean? They're going to want more of that. And that's like, it's, that's psychology 101. It's not, you know, apps are not technology, but too many times, like you said, as they put products out, you know, it, uh, my line is always just, just because, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. There's a that's lot of a, things you that's can. That's an important point. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly with a, technology. Exactly. And, and not only that, but because um, it takes time for people to be engaged and to, to move, they move a lot slower than the mind does and what certainly nowadays what technology can provide. But yet that separation is not represented in products many times. So you see a lot of these missteps happen as, as you go along. And, and so how does the, 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 freedom, the freedom Trail, I'm sorry, my New England yeah, heritage came up. How does, yeah. the, how does the breadcrumb trail you know, deliver in that respect? Sure. Well, when we designed initially, we had set up uh, specific registration filters. So you can choose categories and specific things that you're actually interested in. We also looked at it and using the, the, uh, the broadcasters as an example or now specific brands is that when you integrate into that app, you have a, a, an opt-in interest already. And I think, you know, our, our, really our goal at Mission is to be as, as opt-in uh, friendly as possible because that's going to lead to the best uh, relationship, right, between the brand and, and, the, uh, and the consumer just through our bread, breadcrumb trail. And that, that element, that opt-in is so important in doing that. So we, we provided that um, system as well as continuing to develop the algorithms where we look at um, not only purchases and so forth, but we really are now even starting to uh, just start asking more questions. And that's the next phase of, of our young company is, as we roll this out is to really ask for that information because if they, they know they're giving it to you and they know that it's about a brand they care about, they're, they're willing to do that. And that removes that privacy issue because you're, you're, you're generating and creating a better experience for them. Now, um, how, how big are you at this point? We're still on a startup. We're actually, uh, you know, uh, revenues are uh, just starting off. Uh, with a few clients that we're working with, we have certainly, you know, I always use the, the phrase, our P&L is uh, personal loss. Um, so <laughs> it's, you know, we're still working in that world, but it's, it's the technology is moving uh, so fast that that's why I said we're at a position where we are, you know, uh, looking at seed funding. We're looking at other things to accelerate this and using not just the technical side of it, but our experience of marketing and understanding the consumers being in broadcast and being around uh, uh, businesses and, and, and uh, you know, uh, listeners and viewers and so forth and how their patterns and how they buy, uh, we can bring a lot to the table when it comes to that. 
Now, so you're are you like a B round, a C round? What, what round are you in terms of? Oh no, no, we're in we're in uh, um, angel uh, C round. Oh, you're still in angel. Oh, wow, yeah. that's yeah. And, and how many how many employees do you guys have? We have right now uh, five employees, and again, that's uh, funded through us and working with uh, a great partner with uh, Syracuse University and the the case. Uh, building as well. They have a great program that we get to work with them on and, and some fa- fantastic, some of the most talented uh, programmers and some uh, students that I've seen just, you know, in my humble uh, early entry into this. Now, I mean, I, we were talking offline about you, you, the partnership with Syracuse. And, yep. um, you know, if, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but this, Syracuse actually has a, a, a pretty notable broadcast and media program, correct? Correct. Yes. Yep. The Women's School of Communications, and uh, you know they've been really strong in journalism and broadcasting throughout the throughout uh, the years, and you know understand the the change of the of the ecosystem, if you will, and where the money's moving and how it's moving, and um, and have really have uh, shifted a lot of their uh, curriculum uh, from what I've seen, specific curriculum to to help support that. So we're able to work with a few of those folks and have, you know, really created a, a very strong, solid platform. And the best part of this is we always see it because I said it's about the end user in mind. And that end user really is, you know, in many cases, a 2554 female, a soccer mom or a mother or somebody that's not tech savvy that wants to have that opportunity. And so we create a simple platform. And that's kind of what separates us too, if you talk about value proposition, to uh, be able to deliver that that information and these and these folks that work with us really understand that and the vision has been really uh, been really successful because of that. So there you have it, Syracuse University, known for journalism, basketball, not so much. But we'll talk. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll talk more about this after these messages. Um, you're listening to Cyber Law and Business Report, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of the Cyber Law and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. There are many things you would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short-branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Who dares enter the sacred and awesome presence of the everlasting know-it-all? Yoga! My name is Barry Schwartz. 
I am the keeper of a greater magic, a power known throughout the universe as the... The Force? No, the Schwartz. It's something to check out. Discover the power of Barry Rusty Brick Schwartz and the search at your roundtable on the Pulse. the Pulse. On demand anytime. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back, and uh, we're talking more about um, the ad tech uh, winner at the Startup Spotlight. We have uh, Shane back with us. So um, tell us about your relationship with Syracuse and how they're, they're helping you um, you know, more or less, you, they're incubating you, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're supporting us in in our efforts. I mean, we you know looked at um, they had some space uh, office space up in the case building that provided us a good opportunity to work closer with the with the uh, students as well. So that really provided us a uh, that kind of synergistic um, you know opportunity to almost accelerate ourselves, if you will. You know what I mean? Into being able to get to to, to uh, some revisions with our SDK that integrates and so forth. So we needed a lot of. Uh, focus on it at the time, and uh, it, it was the best option uh, for us. Now, you, you actually used uh, yeah, there's always, the, and I'm guilty of it as well as you know, talking about Silicon Beach, but you, there's a silicon term for Syracuse? Uh, was it, yeah, Syracuse? Is that it? Syracuse. <laughs> yeah, that's what, we're start, starting that up right now. Is that catching on, or is, or is, it, is that referred to Syracuse? Term. No, but it's also, not out there yet. Oh. I'm trying to coin it. I was wondering um, if no, there's, there's, also, not, there's, you know, the, there's also the Rochester and the RPI, that area, if whether sure. that, might, that might be a, a startup tech hub at all. Yeah, it is. Well, there's a, um, a lot of uh, startups up here in the technology world, um, you know, from all different elements of uh, capturing, video capturing, and, uh, you know, data delivery and so forth. So there's a lot of different companies up here, you know, working at it as well. You certainly don't have quite the resources and many times the networks, but, you know, we have great resources um, within, you know, outreach. I mean, Syracuse is, what, within four hours from all major metros in the Northeast. So it really does... Uh, cater to those opportunities to meet with many folks on that level in business, which makes a lot of sense for a company like yours, which is so you know media focused right. and you know an advertiser focused. Well, gee, where would Madison Avenue be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So we just don't have did to pay say, those rents. Say road trip. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, uh, partner, and I, we've done that many times. You know, that's some of the best. Uh, we call that our official uh, strategy meetings. You know what I mean? Where you get to sit in uh, in the car for for a length of time and be able to work through stuff. So, absolutely. And and so and so this the Syracuse program. How do they have any notable alums that have kind of emerged out of this and that are brand names now, or or is this an, well, er, an early program? Yeah, and I, I'm remiss to be able to mention. I mean, there's some um, certainly like uh, Foursquare and uh, a really? few other folks out there. Yeah, that came from Syracuse, uh, New York. That's probably probably the one uh, notable within the space, if you will, um, of it. But there's you know a lot of talent certainly have gone on to work different places. Uh, uh, a, a colleague and a, kind of a mentor to us is also at uh, Google. We've met with him many times and is at, within the space and he's from Syracuse. And so we really, again, it's one of those situations is like we're doing right now from many different locations to collaborate and do it. You don't need to be sitting on Madison Avenue to get that done. Uh, can be, you know, quite frankly, anywhere in the United States and 
It's certainly sometimes warmer than it was today here, but uh, there's many places to you know to collaborate with, and that and it's certainly given us an opportunity to do that. Now, Syracuse is that in? That's within the snow belt, isn't it? You know, the, no. goal, the Lake yeah, Erie. That, yeah, we call, we're the buckle of that belt. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Yeah, it's uh, we have to we get over a hundred, hundred twenty to hundred forty inches of uh, of snow, and uh, you know, as I say, I get more uh, miles on my snowblower than my car in the winter, so it's a good time. Assume. Now, and so what's what's the next big thing for you guys? Um, well, we actually are just uh, uh, finishing up the the next extension to our path to purchase, which is the the iBeacon technology in both Android. Uh, and Apple, and it really allows us now to complete that sales circle, if you mm-hmm. will. Um, you know, from as I talk about, from that real world, leaving those platforms right on to the shelf and to the counter with point of sale, and you know, aggregating all the the um, digital elements that uh, go into it. You know, click the route, click the call. Everything is associated with providing the you know the mechanics and the tools uh, to take advantage of the phone, but really then down to delivering uh, relevant. Uh, you know, information and messages from a brand uh, to the individual from, you know, anywhere is from a mile out with GPS all the way down to, you know, an inch away from the shelf. So we're really excited about uh, doing some launch. We're working with uh, a number of different major retails and malls now to do this and do some testing. And um, so we're, we're, we're a full game. We're in sandbox and we're having a great time now doing it. And we, you know, we thank that, that spark and that opportunity from uh, ad tech that to really validate what we're doing and, Looking at our our simplistic uh, view of it and really more you know marketing driven. Uh, and so where where are you where are you showing next? Um, we're actually look actually we're just uh, go down in New York I believe on the twenty fourth. Um, we're talking about that uh, actually at the today or tomorrow. Which, the uh, uh, the it's the New York first show I believe it's called. Uh, okay. I'll have to check on it and see. But there's like that's the nice thing about being uh, close to the cities and around different uh, places. But we actually have to fly back out west uh, to your neck of the woods again to meet uh, back with those uh, those brands as well as a couple of uh, uh, major uh, restaurant brands as well too. So we're gonna be on the west coast more soon on direct meetings. And we're doing less shows now and more. Uh, let's get down, down to business and uh, do the Always right deals. Good. And, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And um, why do you, I mean, when, what's the differentiator? Why do you think the, the brands are real? what are they getting in return? Like, what's an example of a company that would, they would say this, you know, I, I would recommend them to anyone because of what? Um, what, are, what happened for them? Sure. That we're able to make that connective uh, engage, engagement with the client um, uh, stronger, with the consumer stronger. In other words, we can actually deliver that message to the right person at the right time at the right place. And that goes into not just hyper-local, but also understanding that person and also delivering a message. I always say it's, we can help answer the questions people are asking and not just uh, general information being sent to them. Now, I noticed on your website it says you have patented technology. So you guys put a lot of effort in, I imagine, before you even launched, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, I, th- I think I need to be on the entrepreneur uh, show for that one to tell you about. I mean, we talk <laughs> about lawyer bills and talk about uh, you know, preparation and how I would go into it again if I did it again. Um, but yeah, our, the technology that's really is because we, we saw this so far uh, ahead of time where it's going. We have some really unique uh, features including uh, um, when we talk about the, brand, the breadcrumb trail, it really is a, 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 a a grouping by theme of offers and information that then we can use algorithms to under, to determine whether or not that theme fits fits to that person, and if so, deliver that trail, if you will, of offers that are that are theme based. 
I mean, that's it's quite impressive. I mean, you think about it. You guys not only saw the wave coming, but you know, you had the wherewithal to actually buckle down and you know yeah. get, get your boards all waxed and and be ready to ride it. And uh, so now this is your moment. Yeah, that's great. Well said. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's been fun. And like I said, we're really. You know, as though the, the company's been, uh, you know, for a few years kicking, it's one of those, you know, you're hoping for that overnight success that took five years. Um, that's, uh, that's, that's our world um, as well. And we're really enjoying, uh, you know, just meeting people and really getting involved with a lot of these brands that are coming to us with that pain, that problem. And we're hoping to, you know, integrate and help solve that on, within their, within their uh, technologies that they have. Now, now, just being in some ways, you know, you're obviously, you know, there are media markets and the tech hubs in New York and L.A. and Silicon Valley. But does being in a place like Syracuse um, help you in a way, you know, the kind of the, the people that maybe appreciate the small college, the smaller college towns or, you know, or, or plus you're able to draw, I imagine, quite extensively from the talent that's coming out of Syracuse? Yeah, well, that's certainly true. I mean, I guess the, the the most honest answer to give you in regards to that is it does hurt a little not being in those, some of those major hubs where the networks may be stronger or the, uh, you know, the bump into somebody at the coffee shop that can move the needle for you. But what it does provide, it does provide somebody that wants to, you know, like as you said, uh, get uh, bootstrap and get dirty, a affordable living and the cost of living allows you to really invest and focus in on that so it gives you that cash flow personal cash flow you need you know at launch to help doing it versus worrying about you know rent and uh you know tax and you name it all the stuff that goes into it as well so, right I mean, and and that was a big issue in um for example google um fiber is starting their their ultra broadband push and yeah. the first city they chose was kansas city and yeah. um and so um in doing so they um you, there's a, a place that launched in response. It's like a, um, <laughs> almost like a startup fraternity. You know, basically, yeah. it's, you can you can crash in this house relatively rent free, and um, and as long as you, you, you're you're here to start do a startup, and so you know yeah. they're, they're taking advantage of a kind of a similar economic dynamic that what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And, and again, that certainly helps, but you have to still have uh, those connections and still maintain that that energy to reach out, you know what I mean, and, and to get it. Because as we all know, there's, you know, a lot of the assets and resources do fall in your neck of the woods uh, out west and certainly uh, New York. So you still have to be connected and plugged in to it. But um, it, it gives, you know, affords you when you when you do take that 30 minutes a day, that seems like that's about all I get to shut it down and look outside and uh, enjoy, enjoy the world. It's a, uh, you know, it's a great, uh, certainly upstate New York's a nice, uh, a nice place. We definitely have, I'd say, four seasons. Granted, one season is much longer than the rest of them, but uh, we do have them, <laughs> you know. So, Well, also, does it give you an advantage? I mean, I don't know if, if, if this is true or not, but you, know, you also have Canada next door. Is this, that give you an entree name necessarily with the Canadian market? Um, yeah, we um, have had some talks with a few uh, folks that that sold or that have products out that way, but really, um, it hasn't uh, yet been a market. We've actually had uh, better uh, conversations and working with uh, partners over overseas, internationally, in Europe that are uh, looking. So we've actually found, you know, across the Atlantic has been uh, uh, much stronger than across the border. At this day, again, that's just our our experience. I'm sure that there's there's fantastic. I know a lot of I have a lot of good friends and so forth in the marketing world that are up there that are you know doing a lot of a lot of cool new stuff as well. 
Yeah, I mean, and then I remember last time I was at AdSec, there were quite a few Canadian companies there as well. So, um, yeah. but you're what? How about how far from the border? From uh, oh, from uh, Canada, about an hour, about two hours from the border. Uh, north, shoot if you go straight north on it. So that once you cross the border, you're about you know I don't know a couple hours each way to Montreal and uh, Toronto, maybe three hours. So, so are you a Syracuse fan? I am, yeah. So the basketball team is uh, you can't, you know, it's like it's like when living in Vermont, you can't not be a skier or a boarder, you know. And Syracuse cannot uh, uh, bleed a little orange uh, when uh, March comes along or throughout the throughout the uh, the basketball season for sure. How, I figure, how far did they go this year? Yeah, not not as not not as far as everybody wanted to. I think it was uh, second round. Yeah, because um, I mean they one point were ranked number one, weren't they? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they, they were one a, of the many bracket buskers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, had been uh, for a long time had been the rap on Bayon yeah. until he finally pulled it off. Yeah. And exactly. um, so um, I'm afraid we have to take a break uh, on that sure. note. Um, of course, uh, I do recall Bayheim beating Providence in the Final Four, <laughs> um, 1986. So, but in any event, uh-huh. uh, we're going to take a break. But I want to thank you for joining us. It's been great talking to you, and congratulations. Um, you. Wish you best of luck coming out of um, in Syracuse. And um, please let us know how 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 it's going. And uh, if you have any new news, we're happy to share it here. So. Um, thanks again, everyone. Um, definitely check these guys out, the rising stars in um, online media. So um, look forward to hearing more about your developments. So thanks thanks for joining us, Shane. Yeah, thank you guys very much. We appreciate it very much. And that was Shane from Enroute Digital Media. And uh, we'll be back after these messages. You're listening to Cyberlaw and Business Report on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of the Cyber Law and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. IRN USA Radio News, I'm Hope Duggar. The New York Police Department will be discontinuing... Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. 
The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 18th Annual International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. The call for entries has begun, and the deadline to enter is May 30th, 2014. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back. This is Bennett Kelly here with the second segment of Cyber Law and Business Report. And um, as we mentioned at the start of the show, today is, a, I guess, what Paul Simon would refer to as a strange and mournful day. Um, some of the tragedies include the, the Titanic as well as um, the Boston bombing. And um, so we have our guest, Mark Platt, um, is with us to talk about that day because um, he actually wrote a song in response to the Boston bombing that actually was able to help money um, and bring relief to the victims. Um, but before we bring Mark on, I just want to give one shout-out to a frequent guest of ours, Brenda Christensen. It's her birthday. Um, much love to you, Brenda. We really appreciate everything you've done for us, and uh, we hope you're having a good day. But, Mark, are you with us? Good morning, Bennett. Yes, I'm here. Um, and so for, for those of you um, who are, are regular listeners, we, uh, we post information about the show and our, our, our um, guests on our blog, which is at cyberlawradio.wordpress.com. And, um, and so I invite you to check that out um, because we've posted the, the, uh, the video from the song that Mark did, um, The Best of America. But let's go back um, to that day, Mark. Where, where were you and how did you find out? Well, I was actually, um, I was working on a music project, and I, I almost always have MSNBC on. I had it on mute, and I turned around, and I... So you I leaned forward. <laughs> yeah, I was leaning forward, and they just reported on it, like, when it happened. And I was amazed to see people, just ordinary citizens and, and first responders running towards the blast right and but i thought that was remarkable and i literally you know was captivated for at least two hours and then i just picked up on my guitar and i said you know what there's a song in here about the best in america the the people rising to their best 
especially in a time of, you know, political strife and all these things that are going on. And here's these people, you know, running towards these two blasts. And who, they didn't know if there would be a third bomb. If, you know, it would be, they just went to help the people. Right. That's what the song is about. The song is about, you know, helping people in the worst possible situations. And, and you know, I think, the, you know, the outpouring was quite amazing. And I think it, it showed... I think Boston showed its true true colors that day, and uh, and I think um, the nation responded for a number of reasons. I mean, Boston is where we were founded. You know, the Pilgrims came there. the uh, The Revolution began there, and it is played. And you know, Harvard and so many of the great universities were there, and um, it's played su- such a vital role in our history and our culture. And uh, there was, I don't know if you saw, there was an op-ed written, not an op-ed, um, but it, yeah, an op-ed um, in the LA Times two days ago and um, by Susan Brenneman, and who's actually, I think, the assistant op-ed editor. And, and she more or less talked about almost like feeling guilty for, for caring about what happened in Boston. Um, and, you know, and all this focus on Boston Strong. And um, she says that, the passage where um, you know, when America gets outraged, we communicate it. When we are attacked, the furies descend. We make noise. We want answers. We demand, demand action. We watch the funeral processions, follow the survivors' progress. We, were, we are flamboyantly, defiantly Boston strong. But here is something we may have missed along the way. On April 14th, the day before the marathon, at least 20 people were killed as El-Shabaab jihadists Karoom through Mogadishu, Somalia. And hours before the marathon on April 15th, Iraq was wrecked by multiple car bombs, at least 30 dead, as many 350 injured by some reports, all on just one violent day in a record year of mayhem there. And, you know, I saw posts similar to this at the time of the bombing, and it's almost like we should feel guilty for um, being at responding to something that happens within our community. I mean, I'm, we're all part of the world community, and you know, granted, if tragedy happens in Somalia or Iraq, that's awful. Um, but there is something—a bond be- between um, people of the same nation, and particularly in my case, you know, I'm, I'm from that region. I've been to the marathon. I had family members at the marathon, and um, and so you know, that creates a visceral response, and. Um, I, I I just don't get this, you know, um, almost feeling guilty for wanting to um, do what what you should. Well, let me jump in there. I, I totally understand what you're saying, and I agree exactly with what you're saying. But the thing I understand is that you take a 9/11, you take a Boston Marathon, you take terrorists who target things that are of great American values to the people of America. And the, and the thing is, you know, forget about the polarized uh, politics of everything. You know, the, the, the Boston Marathon signified a chance for community, and not just the community in Boston, but the community of the whole country getting behind the people in Boston. It was a, a sense of bringing, making the world a smaller place. And that's what happens in a 9-11. That's what happens with the Boston Marathon bombing. That's what happens when things you take on that have significance in a cultural way in the country. You know, sometimes the people of the country in this 24-hour news cycle forget 
that they are they have values almost you know there's a sense of a loss of values and it takes something like this to bring it home really quickly that's kind of my take on that last year was was a tragedy to a, a very spectacular and storied event and um and so mark decided to write a song about it and so tell me about putting together the song and and, and how you were able to help people as a result well as I said, um, at, it was happening in real time. I mean, I literally picked up the guitar um, on that Monday, you know, on the 15th, and, you know, as it was happening right in front of me, put the song together. Then the next night, I was at an open mic, and one of the guys um, there um, really loved the song, and I, and, I, and I said, man, we should just record this. And then try to maybe, you know, we can help out. Maybe we can donate some, some money from it, you know, whatever we can get from it. And so we, I ended up grabbing, like, two or three friends of mine that were a very accomplished singers and musicians and stuff, and we recorded it within pretty much two weeks of the, of the, the incident. We decided to film while we were recording the song, and that became pretty much the basis for the video. And then we, you know put some, some of the footage from what happened in the video. We um, got it released through BFM Digital, which is a uh, distribution company, and uh, we assigned all of the publishing from the song, you know, and we monetized the video, and, you know, they raised some money for it. You know, I don't know how much exactly, but they, they you know, through downloads and the monetization, all the publishing for that one song, and it's on my current record, uh, Brand New Day, also, all the publishing from that particular song goes towards um, One Fun Boston and the, and the victims. Well, I think your YouTube channel had like you know several hundred thousand hits. Yeah, and it's weird. It's like it, it got over a million hits on, on YouTube, and then there was an issue with the monetization, and YouTube took it down, and we put it back up, and it got another 25,000 hits. So, so there's always crazy stuff going on with YouTube. You never know what's going to happen. But the original... Uh, the original video had over uh, 1.1 million hits on it, which was great. That's so great. So how did that make you feel? It made me feel really good um, in that it was something that people really passed around. Like we, we got, you know, real-time, you know, people sending us emails and things that we saw the video, and it, was, and it, was, it made us feel really good, and, you know, it made the musicians' community feel a little bit better that, you know, there was a lot of people really wanted to help out, and so that that was a you know that was a, just a very positive experience for us. Now, what role in in looking at the you know how Boston has responded and recovered? It seemed that the sports teams played a big role in that. Um, you had the That's the success brilliant. of the of the Bruins, and then you have you know Poppy's <laughs> famous speech, which I can't repeat on the air. Where he said, "This right. is our you know, bleeping town," and followed by a, uh, a remarkable World Series win. So, um, it's there. It seems like Pissy Boston is so in, in in love with their teams that um, you know, I can't, it's hard to imagine another city that could have had such a response from their teams and uh, and have it mean as much. Yeah, um, sports has always been, you know, at a very huge, um, I want to say, flashpoint for, you know, Boston and, and many other cities, too, like New York during 9-11 and stuff. And just to see that, you know, the team turn it around, the, the Red Sox and the Bruins played great, too. 
uh, the Bruins were in the in the Stanley Cup Finals, I believe. And yes. To see them, to see both of those teams, and it give comfort to the the citizens around the country and around the world that were fans of those teams, and it made people feel better. You know, anybody who writes an article poo-pooing how, you know, something positive that's happening for a community that's been, you know, just struck by tragedy, you know, I, I, I understand the need for content and stuff, but I just think that there's, you know, there's just a line that you don't cross. And, you know, the victims and the victims' families... I mean, to see people around the Boston community supporting, you know, Jeff Baum and all these people that, are, you know, have lost both their legs and things like that, you know, nonstop since it happened, all it has done is brought that community and our country a little closer together. So it's a positive thing. I think so. I think, you know, and, and Stephen Colbert posted some, made some joke I think, about of all the towns to pick on Boston. I mean, you know, that's the that's the one town you know is going to fight back. <laughs> he said they were founded by pilgrims. I mean, God, they, you know, there was such there was such tough that they were so bad they had to put buckles on their hats. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, definitely, it was not the town to pick on. But it's it's good to see that the uh, you know, the coming back, and I think the memorials are appreciated. Um, but what's not appreciated is something that we were talking about offline. Apparently, there was a, a, a copycat um, event yesterday. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, I was, uh, once again, I was on MSNBC last night, and Rachel Maddow at, came in and said for a couple of minutes that there was a man, barefoot man, walking on Boylston Street right near the finish line. He yelled out, Boston Strong, and he dropped a backpack and he left it there unattended, and the bomb squad showed up, and there was a second backpack, and they detonated, the bomb squads detonated the two, they were rice cookers, but I don't think they were bombs. They were probably phonies, but, and arrested the guy and the whole bit, but it's just like, you know, you know, there's just, people are so desperate for attention in whatever way, and, you know, we, we've become a more desperate society Having this 24, you know, our news cycle, you know, 24/7, and everything flashes before your eyes so quickly that people, you know, they don't really think these things out, and then, you know, it, it just it doesn't have a positive impact on anything to do a copycat or to do any of these things that are just really sick, you know, and we can get into the whole shooting in Kansas the other day, but I just, you know, I just feel that. You know, we've become so polarized politically that it's become, and a 24-hour news cycle has made it so possible for these two Chechenian brothers or whoever to get, you know, their 15 to 20 minutes of fame. And it, it, it sickens me to see, you know, people, innocent people like this 8-year-old kid, Martin Richard, and this Lindsay Lou, who is just there visiting, you know, get killed in this kind of, it's just ridiculous. And what's interesting is, I remember a few years back, there was um, some company did a marketing stunt where they posted, um, I forget what it was, but some little, you know, knick-knacky stuff on bridges and tunnels and different places, parts of the city. And there was the city shut down because they were afraid it was bomb, there was some kind of bomb threat. Since, you know, they didn't get out, no one knew what, what it was. And um, and Boston was ridiculed for it. The, the, oh my God! How could you shut down over such you know such a ridiculous thing as that? 
And I was talking to someone from Boston about it, and they said, you know, you you don't remember, but you know, the 9-11 planes left from Boston. And, they did, with 150 passengers. And, you know, there, um, we went to a lot of funerals, and um, you know, they didn't come back. And so we didn't want to repeat that, and we see something like that. We, you know, we took it very seriously. And, uh, you know, it definitely it changes your perspective. Well, Bennett, let me make one more analogy here. Um, the Boston Police Department, the Boston Firefighters versus the New Mexico Police Department, Albuquerque, New Mexico, you know, what's going on there now with this deadly force. I mean, Boston, I think the citizens in Boston feel pretty safe, you know, having their police department protect them as opposed to the people of New Mexico where there's been something like 24 deaths in the last four years because of police brutality. I mean, you know, there's a very different vision of what the protection is like in Boston as opposed to somewhere like uh, Albuquerque right now. Well, I think also there's something different about the East Coast in that um, the cities, you know, geographically are smaller. Um, right. And so you have these smaller police forces, and and so you you know these people. You know, and whereas Albuquerque is a, is a pre one of the you know typical southwestern cities that are big and spread out. I mean, you know, a lot of times the cops know um, the people in the community know who they are, and um, and that that makes a difference, I think. No, on the um, go ahead. spirit of the people. It's the spirit of the people that you know, uh, and the trustworthiness of the people of the people that are working, you know, to protect them. There's a there's a, just a difference in the culture. But there's also at the same time there's a certain parochialness there that uh, I recall. I was in Salem and asking a, a woman for you know for some kind of directions, and she said, "Oh, no, I don't know. I'm not from here." And uh, I asked where she was from, and it, it turned out I didn't realize at the time, but it was the next town over. Um, so it, it, it can wow. it can cut both ways. No, yes, there, there was an awful shooting in the, um, in Kansas this weekend, and uh, you know, hate is hate, and it's it it's something that we you can't tolerate. And uh, you know, and I know there's a re- there's a reluctance to call this guy a terrorist. Well, I mean, what what else is he what else is he inflicting? If someone is going about killing people because thirty years, yeah, thirty years, and, and the you know the point is, and it can be very left behind is that while we, you know, that we have a very big problem in this country with you know right wing, you know. Hate, hate groups, um, and by the way, Tamerlan Sarnayev was a big, you know, he, they found all of these right-wing kind of papers, the same kind of things that this guy that did the shooting, you know, was participating in, you know, the same, it's the same kind of culture. So I'm saying there is a connection between, believe it or not, you know, the Sarnayev brothers and what happened this past Sunday in that they both studied the same uh, newspapers and stuff, the right-wing hate fascist newspapers. So, well, we, um, I, you know, we only I, have I, one, one minute left, Mark, so if people want to find you, where, where can they find you? Um, you can go to facebook.com slash mark, M-A-R-C dot P-L-A-T-T, and just 
check me out on Facebook. That's a, the, probably the best way. And I do a blog, Mark Platt, M-A-R-C-P-L-A-T-T.net. And it's a political blog that I do um, two or three times a week, just like you do, Bennett. Yes. Well, you're more, more frequent than I am. Um, but I want to thank you, Mark, and uh, thank you for joining us on this uh, important day. Um, be sure to check out his video. It's on the blog, um, Cyberlaw. Um, radio.wordpress.com and look forward to joining us next week um, we've also posted on our blog some information we're going to host the Silicon Beach Congressional Debate it'll be on May 14th um, details to come and uh, stay tuned you're listening to Cyber Law Business Report Court is adjourned download our mobile app and take us wherever you go send us a postcard while you're at it all the best This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.